Joe Mark's special birthday with his beloved family. Article by Suzanne Pender. One of New Oak Estate's oldest citizens celebrated a terrific milestone on Sunday as he enjoyed his 90th birthday. Joe Keeley, originally from Ballymartin Burris, has been living in New Oak Estate, Carlow, since 1973, making him one of its first residents and now one of its most senior citizens. Due to COVID-19, Joe celebrated his 90th birthday on Sunday the 6th of February at home with his beloved family, safely calling around to wish him well, including his sons Pat, James and Joe, daughters-in-law Susan, Eileen and Sylvia, seven grandchildren Graham, Jamie, Maria, Patrick, Roisin, Kellyanne and Craig, and his four great-grandchildren. Joe is well known to many in Carlow, particularly through his work in the post office, from which he retired in the 1980s. Joe's wife Bridget sadly passed away in December 2010. In their heyday, the couple loved to go dancing and loved going along to all of County Carlow's popular venues at the time to dance. All of Joe's family and many friends in New Oak Estate and throughout County Carlow wished him well on his 90th birthday and the health and happiness to enjoy many more. €310,000 approved for walking and cycling routes. Article by Suzanne Pender. Local Fianna Fáil councillor John MacDonald has welcomed €310,000 in funding for three vitally important walking and cycling schemes in the locality. As part of National Transport Authority funding to Carlow County Council, €310,000 has been allocated to three projects in the local area. €150,000 for Tullow Town Orbital Walking and Cycling Scheme, €100,000 for Ratho Road in Tullow and €60,000 for Mountain View Link in Hackettstown, said Councillor MacDonald. The funding for these fine projects will make our local area a more attractive place to live, work and visit. It is also good for public health and the environment and promotes the most economic and efficient transport systems. Pet Shop Launches Wellbeing Programme Pet Mania in Carlow has launched its sixth annual health and well-being programme as research indicates that approximately 50% of dogs and cats are overweight. Throughout February and March, Petmania is inviting pet owners in Carlow to take part in Operation Transpawmation, starting with a weight check-in in the Carlow store. The eight-week health and well-being programme will be run online with weekly updates, a food diary, exercise and diet hints and tips, plus exciting weekly health steps to complete. And as February is Pet Dental Health Month, the programme will focus on dental care tips over the next three weeks. Those who sign up for Petmania OT will also get exclusive access to a special webinar presented by a panel of experts. Councillors vote to protect Lime Kiln Tower. Article by Suzanne Pender. Councillors have rejected outright proposals to remove an iconic Lime Kiln Tower at the site of the former Carlow Sugar Factory from the protected structures list. In a roll call vote at last Thursday's special meeting of the draft Carlow County Development Plan, members voted 14 in favour, 3 against and 1 abstention to reject the council's recommendation to remove the Lime Kiln Tower from the protected structures list. Chief Executive Kathleen Houlihan had recommended that the structure be removed from the list following the assessment by a conservation architect. 
A report by conservation architect Michael O'Boyle indicated that the structure is a distinctive feature on the skyline of Carlow, but it is of limited special interest in its own right. The report continued, The demolition of most of the buildings of the former sugar factory has separated the structure from its industrial context. The tower is of local interest only. The motion to reject the Council's recommendation was proposed by Councillor John Casson and seconded by Councillor John Pender. Councillor Casson also urged that the Council write to Green Corps, owners of the Limekiln Tower, calling on them to conduct remedial works on the structure and not to let the tower disintegrate further. Councillor Adrienne Wallace concurred with this call, describing the Limekiln Tower as a massive part of Carlow's cultural history. However, Councillor Michael Doran disagreed and stated that he would be supporting the Chief Executive's recommendation to remove the tower from the protected structures list. Councillor John Murphy was also in support of its removal, stating that while the tower had local interest in Carlow Town, people who actually supplied the beat were laughing at the idea of spending money on that. Councillor Andrea Dalton stated that while the Lime Kiln Tower was found to have limited special interest, it does really have a social history, while the people of Carlow have a huge affinity for it. Councillor Dalton suggested that if the existence of the tower impinged on development at the site, the issue could be revisited in the future. Councillor Brian O'Donoghue admitted he had mixed feelings on this, and remarked that placing a building on the protected structures list was not a magic wand. It still needed to be maintained and potentially could fall down at any time. Councillor Fergal Brown said the suggestion of removing the tower was a disgrace, adding that at the very least it was a bargaining chip for any future plans Green Corps may have. He stated that the council owed it to the people of Carlow to force Green Corps to come to the table, and they would be very interested in listening to them. In my opinion, we'd be very stupid to delist, so I'm voting to keep it, added Councillor Brown. Councillor William Patton stated that the tower was certainly not a bargaining chip, but was in fact iconic on the Carlow skyline, adding that it was the country's last remaining cooling tower from the sugar industry. Councillor Tom O'Neill also agreed to retain it, adding his hope that Green Corps would come up with a plan to develop the site. Councillor Tommy Kinsler, however, agreed with the Chief Executive, adding that a lot of people in the country are laughing at us. It's silly to try and keep it, he remarked. Councillor Ken Murnane described the Lime Kiln Tower as a landmark for Carlo, adding that he supported its retention, irrespective of what Green Corps do. Referring to the death of the Irish sugar industry, Councillor Andy Gladney said that Green Corps didn't think much of the farmers or the people of Carlow, and that in no way should we delist. A roll call vote was taken on whether to reject the Chief Executive's recommendation to have the Lime Kiln Tower removed from the list, with Councillors Brown, Casson, Dalton, Gladney, Arthur MacDonald, John MacDonald, Murnane, Charlie Murphy, O'Neill, Patton, Pender, Phelan, Quinn and Wallace voting in favour, Councillors Doran, Kinsella and John Murphy voting against, with Councillor Brian O'Donoghue abstaining. Future looks bright for little fortune tellers. Article by Suzanne Pender. Four Ballon girls are putting their creative talents and charitable natures to terrific use, while sparking plenty of nostalgia too. 
sisters Sophia, age 10, and Isabella Blanche, aged 8, along with sisters Lucy, 11, and 8-year-old Millie Kinsler, have busily been making fortune tellers and bookmarks over the past few weeks, then selling them in aid of the Make-A-Wish children's charity. In fact, their colourful little fortune tellers are turning into quite the sellers, and the industrious girls have raised more than 200 euro, with orders and funds still flooding in. It's been fantastic, said Sophia and Isabella's mum, Chantel. We were here one Sunday and they just decided to make them, and then they came up with the idea to do it for charity. People have been so good and they've had loads of orders for them, she added. The girls are happy to personalise the fortune tellers with all sorts of designs and colours, making each little paper fortune teller unique. Make-A-Wish Ireland grants the wishes of children with life-threatening medical conditions to bringing hope, strength and happiness to children and families all over the country. They put so much into it and they love doing them. Make-A-Wish is such a wonderful charity, so it's great to be able to support it, said Chantel. People are loving the fortune tellers. It's something we all played with as kids, so there's a bit of nostalgia about it too. All four girls are pupils at Ballin National School. Sophia and Isabella's parents are Ken and Chantelle Blanche, while Lucy and Millie's mum and dad are Mary and Stephen Kinsler. Car crashed into Tesco. A driver was taken away by ambulance after his car struck the side of Fairgreen Shopping Centre on Friday afternoon. The incident occurred when the driver attempted to reverse from a car park spot by a trolley bay. Instead, the vehicle travelled forward past bollards and collided with the side of the Tesco store. Gardaí and paramedics responded to the scene. The driver, a man in his 70s, was taken to St Luke's Hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. A couple of window panes at Tesco were broken as a result, but no members of the public were injured.